This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaykul. It's not alive, but it's not quite dead. Like zombies in a horror movie, the Build Back Better bill is still sort of in limbo, waiting to see if Senate Democrats will bring it back, or if it will get the final nail in the coffin. But as it sits, the bill contains billions of dollars that would support a key but relatively unused renewable energy source, geothermal energy. That energy taps into heat deep in the Earth, usually a few miles beneath the surface, and currently, it provides a small fraction of the U.S. energy supply. Fans of geothermal say that investments and interest in the energy source could grow if Build Back Better passes and if those geothermal energy provisions remain in the bill, both of which are no small asks at this moment. So geothermal energy can help President Joe Biden's broader climate goals and his desire to have a clean energy shift. So possibly the strongest argument for geothermal systems is that power plants can produce energy around the clock since heat is available in the Earth's core 24-7, unlike its wind and solar companions. Today, Politico's Jonathan Custodio on how much Build Back Better could help America harness underground energy. It's Monday, January 10th. So Jonathan, how was the Build Back Better bill a step in the right direction toward expanding geothermal energy in the U.S.? What sort of provisions does it include? So the Build Back Better bill was a step in the right direction toward expanding geothermal energy in the U.S., with a couple of provisions. One is about $1.1 billion dollars Uh, slated for demonstration funding, research funding for renewable energies, and geothermal energy falls under that. So it should get a slice of that pie. And the second are an expansion of tax credits, about a 30% expansion, production and investment tax credits that will really help facilitate industry investments and analysts hope will lead to more innovation and really continue to build out geothermal energy and help make it mainstream. Now, we all know that Build Back Better is currently in limbo in the Senate. Is it clear if those geothermal energy provisions we've been talking about will actually remain in? Yeah, it's unclear that the geothermal energy provisions will actually remain in. However, there haven't been strong indicators that they will be taken out. Senator Joe Manchin has recently said that he was in consensus with other senators on a lot of the climate provisions in the bill, even though before the break, my colleagues reported that he had questions about direct pay options, which would affect geothermal energy. But it's unclear, and there has been any strong indicators that they will be taken out. Got it. Have there been any key senators that have spoken out in favor of keeping those provisions in? There have definitely been some key senators. One in particular is Senator Catherine Cortez Masto uh, Nevada. So she has introduced several pieces of legislation for geothermal energy recently, and Nevada is the second largest producer of geothermal energy in the U.S. So she spoke very highly of the potential of geothermal energy, not only as a clean energy resource, but also as a way to create good-paying jobs and of economic value there. Okay, so let's say these provisions end up staying in. What other obstacles are there to the growth of geothermal energy in the U.S.? So other obstacles include safety, increased infrastructure, and perhaps still a lot more needing to be done. 
So as far as safety, uh, geothermal energy production has been tied to increased seismic activity and can actually induce or cause minor earthquakes. And while these earthquakes tend to affect a small number of people, there have been links to stronger earthquakes like one in South Korea in 2017 that injured dozens and displaced thousands of residents. And as far as grid capacity, building that out is very expensive and geothermal energy is expensive as is already, even though the tax provisions are intended to help. And then there has also been legislators who have said that this bill doesn't go far enough and that there needs to be a separate energy bill to really tackle the energy transition. Also, the White House is losing a key environmental justice advocate. On Friday, Cecilia Martinez, who led environmental justice efforts in the Biden administration, officially left. Martinez's exit leaves a key staffing void in the White House as the administration looks to fulfill one of Biden's chief environmental promises, cleaning up decades of pollution that disproportionately burdens communities of color and people with low incomes. Advocates say that the Biden administration has not provided enough clarity in their guidance to agencies and that they should do so, even as the federal government is trying to send billions of dollars to achieve its climate, infrastructure, energy, and environmental goals. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nermal Malaykul, and we'll see you back tomorrow 